An Unbeatable Duo, Monday, December 6, 2023. It is still Sunday evening. The disciples are behind shut doors, fearful of the Jewish authorities, when suddenly Jesus appears and stands in their midst. He speaks to them. Peace to you, he says. John 20:19. The theaters are filled with the latest, strongest, and most otherworldly superpowers. Some can fly. Others have amazing strength. Some can live underwater. Others lay claim to being superhuman royalty. There are good and there are evil powers in many shapes and sizes. Some of these heroes are even the size of a mere housefly. None of them, however, measure up to the superpower potentate of the universe. As the scripture today narrates, it is Sunday evening in Jerusalem. The posse that has walked and talked while crisscrossing the dusty roads of Palestine, well, they're in hiding. A humble rabbi from Nazareth has also been given powers. Not only the power to heal and a life-changing message that he shared from Hamlet to podunk enclaves dotting the Jewish countryside. But this day is beyond extraordinary. This ordinary man with an extraordinary message has been betrayed by a close friend, convicted and condemned in one day by the very people he came to save. On that Friday afternoon, he is killed at the hands of the bloodthirsty and despicable men with no conscience. His apparent end is sad and sordid. He dies an excruciating death and is hurriedly placed in a borrowed tomb. That seems to be the end of a wonderful and kind man. According to the author of the book he penned, on Sunday morning something extraordinary and even unimaginable takes place. The man comes to life on Sunday morning. His disciples cannot grasp what has happened. Two men and a woman are the only witnesses to the empty tomb. But they certainly are not convinced of what their eyes have seen. They want to believe. But even the testimony of Mary Magdalene is insufficient to turn the tide of unbelief that you could cut with a knife in this dark and shuttered room of smelly and sullen men. It is indeed a dark and dank moment. But then, Jesus enters the frame. Jesus, in quick succession, appears without the need of a door. He appears alive and well. He speaks to the unbelieving crew of manly men who had forgotten what they had seen during three and a half years they shared with this man. He was dead, but now he is alive. No human man raised him. The miracle of resurrection bursts from his divine and eternal being. He raises himself. <laughs> then he says his first three words spoken to his band of brothers. Peace to you, he speaks. Peace to you. Yes, that's all he says. Yes, that is also what the deeply shaken disciples needed most to hear. Peace in the wake of the darkest moments in their collective lives. Peace arrived in the person of the God-man. He did not die at the hands of the Romans. He surrendered his life on behalf of the ones who sought to end his life. He gave his disciples peace. He gives that peace to everyone who is in the room with him. No fear, no doubt, just peace. His death was love incarnate. His first gift post-resurrection is the gift of peace. But then he breathes the Holy Spirit on all those present. Receive the Holy Spirit, he utters. 
First comes the peace, then comes the power of the Holy Spirit. With this double dose of peace and Holy Ghost power, nothing is unbeatable. But here I am, trying to manufacture peace and power on my own, when God is more than willing to pour out peace and power on me. That peace and power comes directly through the channel of the Holy Spirit. The spigot never goes dry. We can become unbeatable in Him. The wimps become winners. The fearful few become a force to be reckoned with. The motley crew sets the world on fire. Now it's our turn. Now it's my turn. Abba, I'm weak, but you are infinitely powerful. Work in me. I want to taste the double punch of Holy Spirit power in me to share with others. You are my only hope. In Jesus' name, amen.